Hey, 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 everyone. Fraser Brooks here coming at you with the Network Marketing Ninja podcast episode number 52. And today I have a super special guest, Kim Mella. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> oh, it's, I'm so glad you're here. So, so Kim is one, has become very, very quickly one of my good friends in this industry. She is amazing. She has a heart of gold. She's always glowing and you'll never, you'll never catch her on a down moment. Uh, and if she is, then she'll switch just like that. Uh, it's just like a flicking a, a switch on a, on a kind of light or whatever it might be. Uh, a really, really cool one. Um, so yeah, I'm so grateful that we can make this happen. I'm so yeah. glad you relate me to being a light switch. I, 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 as soon as I said that, I was like, oh no. Um, I've got to kind of save this one. I promise you I'll make it back to you. <laughs> the best light switch ever, put it that way. <laughs> One that doesn't just turn your own light on, it turns everyone else's light on. There we go. There we go. Nah. Okay, let's, um, this, is, <laughs> this is starting so interestingly. <laughs> well, guys, uh, as you know from now, if you've been tuning into a lot of my episodes, uh, energy is everything, and Kim's energy is literally fire. Um, it is so good. If I was to sum her up in a series of emojis, it would definitely include the fire emoji, the heart emoji, and if there's a light bulb or a light switch emoji, it would include, it would include, yeah, ding, there we go. Uh, yeah, then it would definitely include those, those things. So, um, Kim, if you're cool, I'm going to fire some quick fire questions at you just so the audience can get to know you a little bit better. You ready? Okay. Ooh, you ready? All right. Um, so, pizza or pasta? What if we don't have any of them? Oh! Oh yeah, you're. Uh, <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is going extremely well so far. <laughs> oh, I don't eat those things though. Right, exactly, because you are smart. Uh, a lot, a lot smarter than I am, because I live off. Of, no, I don't really live off. Of, uh, not, not really. All right, so okay, then acai bowl or green. Smoothie. Green smoothie. <laughs> I tried to kind of make it a little bit more of a healthier option for you. Um, <laughs> baths or showers? Shower, hot one, like really hot. Yeah, see, I was speaking to someone the other day and they were like, oh, I love cold showers. I'm like, you're a psychopath. Like, we're not friends. See you later. <laughs> um, beaches or cities? Beach. Yeah, all day, every day, right? All day. So, flip-flops or sneakers? Flip-flops. You had to think about that one, didn't you? It was like, oh, let me just go up into the brain there. Yeah, there we go. If people could see the video. If people could see the video. If I'm on the, the beach, I'm not going to wear trainers, am I? No, that's true. Unless you want like that really awkward tan. Um, it's just like kind of just a, a white foot and a brown leg. It's just, it's a little bit interesting, isn't it? Podcasts. Podcasts or YouTube? Podcasts. All right. Uh, yeah, you love a good podcast. So, the really cool thing is, guys, is literally a couple of days ago, Kim just announced and released her own podcast called The Soul Digger. We'll talk about it a little bit more, but just make a note of it. Soul Digger as in S-O-U-L and then Digger, spelled the normal way. I'm not going to spell Digger out. So Soul Digger, uh, and you're going to hear more about Kim and her story and, and how that can help you a little bit later. We'll just make a note of it now so you don't forget. Um, so... That's pretty much all we need. To, okay, all right, here we go. One more question, one more question, one more question. Ooh, let's go with 
online events or offline events? Online events. Oh, nice. All right, that's because awesome. I want to build my business in the middle of the Indian Ocean on a hammock. Oh, is that the dream? That's the dream. Do you know where I'm about? I serve me drinks on my own private island. Oh. Yeah. So I was going to say whereabouts in the Indian Ocean, so your own private island, like near the Maldives or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good choice. Yes. That explains a lot about you, actually. Like, you can tell, you can tell, you know, one of the best questions I believe to ask anyone is like, if you could live, like, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? You can tell so much about someone's, like, what they want, like, and that tells me a lot about you. Um, so remember the love heart, the fire emoji, the light switch, that all kind of makes sense now. So to, for the guys who don't know you, I know a lot of people know you, especially in the UK, but like, for the guys who don't know you, what is your story? Like, how, how did you get into network marketing and how are you where you're at right now? Like, what was the story before the glory? Sure. So I followed the normal traditional route of education, you know, school, college, university. I felt like I had to go to university because I thought it was like, society, like what you had to do for society. So I thought, right, I'm really good at sport. I'm going to do sport and exercise science. Didn't do one day of physical exercise. It was literally all like science. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is really not me. And so I graduated with a degree and I was like, what the heck am I going to do? I don't want to get a job. I do not want to go and work nine to five. But by this point, I've been modeling from like the age of 15, kind of on and off throughout university. And I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to continue to be a model because I'm earning good money. It's, you know, fun. And when I was in my 20s, all I wanted to do was go out, have fun, have money to spend on shoes and shopping and going out. And that was kind of my life, really. And I got to the age of 28 and I realized that I was living my life from the outside in. Like I was getting my love from what I looked like, you know, because when you're a model, it's like, you know, you're good enough for this job. You're not good enough for this job. So I never really felt good enough internally to follow my dreams. I didn't even know what my dreams were. I just thought as long as I looked good and as long as I smiled, then, you know, that's what happiness is. Mm -hmm. but then I got to 28 and I was like this is not it you know I had um, a penthouse apartment in Leeds that I bought I had you know all the clothes all the trends in the wardrobe and I was empty I was empty and I remember being in my living room on the floor just being like this can't be it there must be something more and that's when I started to realize that something was happening internally almost like my I didn't know it at the time but it was my soul now, bearing in mind, I've never done any personal development. I've never done any kind of spiritual growth. I thought people that meditated were weird, like tree huggers. <laughs> and um, I was like, what? There must be something more. And then that's when my friend, um, who was a guy, came and spoke to me about the business. And I was very excited because I was like, oh my God, someone thinks I'd be amazing at a business. Oh my God, I felt so good. And then I had a few preconceived ideas, I'll be honest, because I'd never heard about the profession before. And I never imagined myself doing anything like it. And then when he explained the concept and the power of network marketing and how it is the best kept secret for wealth creation, I caught the vision. I caught the vision of living on the island, of traveling around the world, not having to have a boss and working from my phone. I caught it and I couldn't get rid of it. And I had this feeling in my, inside my gut and it was like my soul was like, this is everything you've been looking for but just not wrapped in that box. I was not looking for network marketing. I was not looking for a product-based company, but oh my God, was I looking for what it gives people. And what it's given me so far is 
freedom, fun, connection, the opportunity to be a part of a positive community, which is so important right now with what's happening in the world. The ability to give back and be part of a mission that's bigger than commission. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, it's just been the most incredible, life-changing, transformational experience for me. I started for the money. I started for the car and all the external things because that's how I associated my success. Mm -hmm. But now I continue to build it because of the passion and the excitement and the growth and how I can help other people do that too. Yeah, and it's so funny because I'm you and me are very similar in that in that regard in terms of like I started as a gigantic red, like I was. In fact, I was. People met me in the street like a few you know when I started about ten, over ten years ago. Now you would have been like, hey, that's not Fraser. Like I didn't like people necessarily. Not saying we're similar with this, but um, I didn't like hanging around people because I was massively introverted. I still am, but get myself into a situation where I'm an extrovert. Um, yeah, and I was just money, 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 money. And I just realized really, really quickly that if my, if my success is based on money, then my success is going to go up, it's going to go down, it's going to be great, it's going to be bad. Uh, and, I, and just not everyone is, is turned on by money. So I um, appreciate you sharing that. So I love what you said that you, you had a full wardrobe but an empty life. Um, and I think, I think it's so funny that so many people aspire to buy all the brands. I, it's, I actually do this in Liverpool now. Now, you know Liverpool really well. So in Liverpool, there's a store called Flannels. And for our international kind of guests, Flannels is like a posh store, but it's not really that posh. It just has loads of brands that are like really, really expensive. And I love to do this game with my mom. So my mom loves shopping. I don't like it. But because I know my mom loves shopping, I go shopping with my mom right? Because she loves it. I don't like it, but because she loves it. So we go, mom, let's, let's play the flannels game. So we go into flannels just to look at the people shopping. We don't look at the, we don't look at the, the shop, the, like the clothes. The only store we don't look at the clothes, but everyone's the same. Everyone, you can tell everyone's there just dressing to impress other people. Um, because they're not, they're not impressing themselves. They're just impressing other people. And came up with a, one of my life like one of my life principles and one of my life mottos, mottos is buy things that impress you and not other people um and i think that when you kind of have the i mean i have a full life but i've got an empty wardrobe i don't have any designer stuff really in my wardrobe it's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of fun um so what like you are big into the whole manifestation and like law of attraction and, and all of that which is super super powerful do you have any like like how did you start with that like how did you get into the whole like law of attraction side of things like what made you kind of go you know what i thought meditation was for weirdos i thought vision was for weirdos like but actually now i'm in like i'm in <laughs> yeah i literally went and hugged a tree yesterday and kissed it <laughs> <laughs> like if someone could sit i was like i'm, I'm so grateful for you single who knows <laughs> Um, okay, so, so okay, I started my business and I was still building it for the money and the external things and the validation and the success and like, oh yeah, give me all the love. And then I got to the point where two years in, I was really successful. I was earning more money part-time than I was full-time. I had the car, I was earning all the holidays, I was having all the things. And I still felt this like attachment to outside things and it really made me just realize again, like it, this isn't where happiness is. If I'm going to continue to build a thriving business, it, it has to mean more than just the external things. And so there's been a few like life things that have happened. So, 
you know, breaking up with um, my partner, losing my mum suddenly, getting a phone call saying that she's passed away. Um, just all those things have just made me dig deep into my soul and discover who I am because I still didn't feel like I was having my own voice. I still felt like I was looking at the leaders within the company thinking I need to be like them. And it takes a bit of confidence, I think, to actually know who you are. There's so much noise and distraction and social media. People don't listen to themselves. And so I've been in my company for seven years and I'm just about to get to the pinnacle of the company, which isn't the fastest journey by any means, but it's definitely not the slowest. And so what I've really had to do is go, I just need to compare myself against myself because there's people that come in and build it faster. And so you end up sometimes getting in this place of comparison and thinking, I'm not good enough. Why am I not there faster? And then what I've realized is like success is not a title. Success is the person that you are becoming and the challenges you're facing. And so I've really got comfortable now with where I am and who I am. And that's why I'm so passionate about vibration and what mm. you say to yourself. Because sometimes, you know, you've, you've probably got listeners on the call who've been in their company for years and they're not where the average, averages are. And they're not where they thought they would be. And you end up going on self-destruct. Hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's interesting how it is. So I was very fortunate. One of my early mentors was a woman called Laura. The, the doorbell keeps going and I don't think they're getting the, uh, the idea that they need to go away. Uh, and there they are. So, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> no thanks for my call right now. <laughs> this is interesting. Uh, no thank you. You can come later. Bye-bye. Um, interesting. Uh, so, <laughs> and you know what, guys? Everyone knows this podcast is not edited, uh, which is kind of funny. So, real life, right? Uh, makes me always think about that news reporter who had his kids and his family kind of running whilst he was like live on, on, air, on, on the news. Um, so, one of my early mentors was a woman called Laurel Langemeyer. And Laurel Langemeyer, she was on the documentary The Secret. For those of you who watched The Secret, if you haven't watched The Secret or read the book, like just go watch it, like first assignment to do. And she was massive into like the law of attraction and stuff. And she taught me so many incredible things. And I think one of the big, one, one of the big things that she really taught me though was don't just visualize like test drive. Like, and there was actually an event we did in Las Vegas and uh, we'd done the event. She was the keynote. I I'd kind of, I was speaking before her. I edified her. She spoke. Then everyone was hanging out in, in the lobby. Everyone had kind of left. It was in Las Vegas, Green Valley Ranch. I'll never forget it, 2012. And she said, hey, have you ever wanted to own a private jet? And I was like, um, like, no, like me, <laughs> like, Nah, I just want to be a six-figure income earner. Like, that would be like, that'd be awesome. She went, no, 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 no. You need to have at least six zeros, like, after the number. So pick a number, I was like 70. She went 70 plus six zeros, 70 million. Oh, my God, I got it. Anyway, let me take you somewhere. So we got in her car, like, it wasn't really her car. It was a taxi, but blah, blah, blah. Went to the airport at the Macaran Las Vegas airport, whatever it's called. And we didn't kind of go the normal way. It's kind of weird. And we ended up on this private plane. I was in the cockpit and she said, this is my plane. I was like, what? She said, do you want a private plane now? I was like, uh, how? And my first, my first question was, how much does it cost to run this thing? 
And she said, when you get to a certain level, when you attract certain things in your life, you won't ever have to worry about the cost. And she then went and told me, like, I was like, yeah, but this isn't really me, Laura. Like, I know you think I'm like, you know, uh, obsessed with the money and stuff. But I'm like, I want the mission. She said, the mission is what got me this. And then she started to tell me some of the stuff that she knows about the law of attraction um, and that she kind of does the whole vision. Here's a question. Do you do vision boards? Do you do like dream boards? Yeah, I've almost got this like vision book that I read. It's like my, my a blueprint for my life. So how, so what, that's like, it's an empty book that you've, you've written in or is it like, how's that yeah, work? I call it like a life book. So it's basically how my life is going to be in the next five, 10, 20 years. And I read it like a book. Really? Yeah. I've never heard, I've never heard of that concept before. Yeah. It's like you're reading, but you're reading story of your life because if you're, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're reading what your life is going to be like, you are living that every day and you get yourself into that vibration. And the, the trick is to believe in something that you don't yet see and to make mm -hmm. it a reality. You've got to speak it. Yeah. That's absolutely amazing. So talk to me. Like, talk, I know it, it's a difficult conversation to have in a short space of time, but like, talk to me about the whole like vibration game, manifestation game. Like, what are some tips that people could do like right away to start on the path? Because I know it's a big, big topic. But like, what are some of the things that people can kind of start with right now to start this kind of start on the path of, of this route? Okay, so what I'm going to ask your listeners is, mm. what are you thinking about right now? Because whatever you're thinking about, you're bringing about. We have 70,000 thoughts a day and 90% are negative or what we did yesterday. And so if you're not waking up with a vision of the future or affirmations that you're speaking over yourself, you're going to keep getting your reality. And there was actually a study done in, I think it was Pennsylvania University. They studied over 350,000 people over 22 years. And what they basically did, they would have random tests where they'd call them once a week for 22 years at different times of the day and they'd ask him what are you thinking about right now what are you thinking about right now tell me and what they found was that 80 percent of people were thinking negative thoughts and the top 10 percent of people who were the most successful they thought differently they were always thinking about what they wanted and how to get it so every day and every hour of every second they would be thinking constantly about their goals so they'd be thinking how can I achieve that goal? How can I overcome that problem? How can I, how can I overcome this obstacle? Instead of thinking, oh, poor me, blaming and justifying and, and, and thinking about what hasn't happened yet. And so this is why I relate it to my journey and thinking, I could sit here and say, why am I not at the pinnacle of my company yet? But instead I choose to say, I am amazing. I am in control. Like I am so excited for the future. And so just ask yourself, what are you saying to yourself on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. And the best thing to do is just to create an affirmation. So an affirmation is a goal that's done and it's, it's already existed form. So one of my affirmations is I'm so happy and grateful that I'm speaking main stage at Fraser's Success Summit this year, 2020. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, and really, really having that affirmation. And um, I've actually done a podcast, I think it was my second one I've done mm. on how to create affirmations in a really logical way. Because I want my podcast to be about inspiration, but like, how the heck did you get from there to there? Like, yeah. none of this like fluffy, inspirational quote is like, okay, give me the tools. How do I create an affirmation? So you can go and check that out as well. So that's on the Soul Digger podcast, episode yeah. two, right? Yes. Episode two. <laughs> Guys, you need to, 
Great, right. What I, want, what I want you to do right now before we kind of continue with this is I need you to do two things. The first one is, remember, this is the third episode now where I'm doing a letter every episode uh, for you to be able to spell out a word. And the person who completes the word is the one who's going to win the grand prize. Um, the letter for this episode is H for Harry. Um, yeah, H for Harry. So just make a note of that. The second thing I want you to do is make note of the Soul Digger podcast. And once we're, once we're done here, let's help Kim out because it's just launched. And having launched my own podcast before, knowing how tricky it is, difficult it is, and how challenging it can be, um, the information that Kim shares needs to be known, right? It needs to be known. It, it, it's super, super valuable. All of you guys are going to be able to learn something from every single episode that she does. But um, I'm going to be doing a podcast with her on her podcast as well. Different kind of side of me, I'm sure. Um, so I want you to go ahead, subscribe to the Soul Digger podcast, but also just spend literally two minutes leaving a five-star rating and review. As soon as you've listened to one of the episodes, just go and leave a review because it's super, super important. Um, and I, I, my, one of my goals and visions, guys, is that a lot of the value that's put out in the world are from people from network marketing. You know, we all know Jim Rohn. He started in network marketing. We all know Tony Robbins was Jim Rohn's, um, Protégé, big fan of network marketing. We all know Les Brown loves network marketing. Bob Proctor loves network marketing. All these amazing people love network marketing. But as the years go on, all these new mentors like Gary Vee, Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, all these new people, they didn't even, they didn't even a lot of them don't even know what network marketing is because they haven't been involved in it themselves. So why not have all these new mentors and all these new pieces of information and value be fans of network marketing? Um, so we can kind of control that. So that's just one of my big missions that I'm on. And, and Kim's one of the first who's, who's doing this such an awesome podcast, the Soul Digger podcast. So check it out. Subscribe. So what would you, so what would you say to someone who is like, Oh yeah, well, like I do my affirmations and you know, I wake up in the morning and, uh, you can probably tell this kind of person probably not doing the affirmations if they're saying it like this. Right. But like, I, I do my goal boards and my vision boards and I have my dream list, but like, it's just not working for me. Like I'm not getting the success that, that, that I want. Like, is there anything that you can identify that makes you think, Oh, there's a reason why, like there's a reason why you're not kind of having what you need or what you want. Yes. Um, self-worth mm-hmm. of actually feeling deserving of having all those things. You know, I would put on my vision board, I'm so happy and grateful now I'm earning £10,000 a month. Mm-hmm. But then inside I'd be like, hold no, no, you've never earned that kind of money. Like, how the heck are you going to earn that kind of money? And I've done it so many times, like, that is my reality. And so a lot of the times people don't achieve their goals because they don't feel internally worthy. It's self, self-love. I'm so passionate. I'm a massive self-love junkie. Self-love is the foundation for you achieving your goals and, and believing that you're deserving. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've heard, I've heard your story of, you know, a few years ago, you know, you, you didn't feel worthy of, you know, having the business that you have and becoming who you have. And then you decided one day that you were worthy and you believed in yourself. So your thoughts every day about yourself must be really positive. You're always goal orientated. You're thinking about how do I achieve this? There's never any problems, is there? No. And it's funny you say this. So I, I looked into this. Um, this is a really, really, really weird story. I'm going to share it because I love sharing stories. So uh, I was looking back. So someone asked me, like, what was it like in the first, like, three years of you starting? And I was like, in reality, it was hell. 
Um, I was not happy with, I mean, I was doing great from the business point of view, but I wasn't happy with me as a person. And like the, the older me was like, be happy as me as a person. Who cares about that? As long as you can pay the bills and as long as you can have a nice car and go on nice holidays, who really care? And I'm like, no, but that's actually the most important thing. Um, so I actually identified that it was about six years ago, maybe five, probably now, probably about five years ago, 2015, end of 2015, I just made the decision that I was, I was going to be me. Uh, I was going to be me. I was going to love me. I was going to do me. I was not going to hold back. And you know what? I didn't actually act on, I didn't actually act on it. I made the decision, but I didn't commit to it. And this is why I always talk about decide, commit, and take, take courage. So it was three and a half years ago that I actually decided that I would act outwardly on what I saw inwardly. Um, that was kind of, that was, yeah, TD Jakes first said that. I'm not going to claim that one. I'd like to, but yeah, he first said that. So I wanted to act outwardly on what I see inwardly. And it's funny because I started the coaching side of things went generic about three months after that because I just had this overwhelming feeling of, I need to do this because this, this is what I'm here to do. Anyway, fast forward um, until October last year, I found myself with me sat next to Svetlana, the woman of my dreams, right? The woman of my dreams who was just everything, to, who is everything to me. And then Marina Warre and Eric Warre in the back of their house. We just had dinner. Like Eric got me my drink and basically put the plate in front of me, which is kind of a really weird feeling. And I said, like, what do you think? Like, and this is so weird that we got onto this. I said, what, what do you think is the mo- was the most important part of your, your journey so far? And he said something that I struggled with for such a long time, self-worth. And I was like, what? He said about eight years ago, about eight years ago, he was like 47 years old, 48 years old. That's when I realized, actually, I'm worthy of more. And then a few years after that, he then started to hit the big time. And, you know, it, it, it's such a crazy thing. It doesn't, I think like when you, when, you, when you make the decision, you're like, hold the whole self-love, whole self-worth thing. That's the first part of the process. But then it's actually committing to it, isn't it? It's easy to say it. Yeah. But um, it's just, for me, it was, it's, been, it's been everything. It's been so, it's such a game changer, but I haven't really realized it until you've, you've just brought that up. So thanks for bringing yeah, that up. Yeah, and, and this is why I was so drawn to you. Like, I've been in the business for like, you know, six and a half years at this point, and I just saw this like, this tall, like, w- bit weird sometimes, like, person just being like, hey, here we are. And I was like, who is this guy? And I was like, this guy really owns who he is, loves himself, is not afraid to just be who he is, get his spinny wheel out. And, and I was like, I love that. I love that. And the thing is, when you love yourself, that's when you are a magnet for miracles. Mm-hmm. People Ooh. who join your business. Magnet for, magnet for miracles. Come on. Come on. Mic drop. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. People will join your business when you are showing up as you. So I know in network marketing, it's all about duplication. But please, please be yourself within the system. The system is the duplication. You are the brand. You are the unique person that's going to draw people to you. And we had a conversation about this the other day, didn't, didn't we? And, you know, I was talking about my brand and how I don't want to kind of be like too, too different and too out there for my team. But you said, no, like the, the system of network marketing is the system of duplication. You are unique. Everyone is unique. And so you just got to be you. Yeah, I think for me, um, 
This is flipping gold, by the way, guys. If you're enjoying this episode, then please, please, please go ahead and go to the Soul Digger podcast, subscribe and leave a rating or review because this is the sort of stuff you're going to be just lapping up. Again, this has been such a game changer for me and I actually didn't realize it until about five minutes ago. Um, so it, it's just kind of crazy. So for me, the most attractive traits about anyone, um, whether it's relationship or friendship or business partnership, is ambition, self-worth, and uniqueness. Like, I, I believe those three things, like if I can meet someone who's ambitious, I'm like, all right, I, I like this, this is good. Ambition seems to have very good energy about it. Uh, but then when someone, you can tell someone is being themselves and they're happy in that, that situation, as long as they're not like arrogant, um, then I just, I absolutely wanna be around those people. I, I don't like fake people, but you know, it's funny you said earlier, you said about the whole I am statements. I think you need to create a t-shirt that says, I am a magnet for miracles. Um, like that is just, that is just, that is so, I love that. I, I absolutely love that. And what I want you guys to do is if you like that, I want you to take a screenshot of what's on your, what's on your device right now. I want you to go onto Instagram and I want you to upload that image and just put text over it saying, I am a magnet for miracles, right? I am a magnet for miracles. And then tag me and Kim as well. So uh, my Instagram handle is Fraser Brooks Online. And Kim's Instagram handle, you've changed yours recently because of the whole hacking situation. Didn't you? But yours is at, <laughs> yeah. at, at Kim Mella underscore. Sorry. Yes, that's right. Boom! Yes, there we go. Would you wear the t-shirt? That's the question. Well, I, I, if, if, you, if, you got, if you got one made, I'm not getting it made because it's yours. Like, I, oh, I could rip you off, but no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I flip and wear it all day. Like, I'm a magnet for miracles. That's flipping awesome. Um, like, I, think that's so, I think that's so good. Uh, like, yeah, and I'm sure you guys, you're going to let us know if you think that's good as well by kind of taking a screenshot, putting it onto Instagram stories, let us know what you think of this podcast episode as well. So I think what we'll do, Kim, is we will just encourage people to go over to your podcast uh, to kind of continue, continue the conversation here because you dropped so much gold. Um, but I, yeah, I'm conscious of your time and, and you know, the time we spent here already. So I just want to say, I appreciate you. You, you, so it's my, honestly, my face lights up when you text me through on, obviously, um, Kim's in the inner circle. So we speak regularly, but I just know that I, I can hear your voice. You're one of the only people who I can read the tonality from the message you send. Like, because I always say you can't read tonality, but when you text, I just know the tone you're saying it in. It's, it's a very weird, it's a very weird situation, but um, yeah, I just appreciate you. I think you're awesome. Well, absolute kudos to you, buddy. Like, you have given me a whole new lease of life and excitement and passion about this profession. And thank the Lord that you are here doing the work that you do, because honestly, like, it's been game-changing, like, golden. So I... <laughs> appreciate you so so much i can't wait to see you flourish and, and you are going to be like the network marketing go-to generic person in the whole world that people want to see you spin that wheel with <laughs> yeah i am a wheel spinning specialist that could be my um, <laughs> my new affirmation maybe that uh, yeah it's not guys that's just the way it's going to draw the line there that's not happening um but yeah that'd be fun Guys, I appreciate you. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode, Kim. You're awesome. And I'll speak to you in a bit. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye.